All right. Welcome to Jesus Calling on March 31st. Taste and see that I am good. The more intimately you experience me, the more convinced you become of my goodness. I am the living one who sees you and longs to participate in your life. I am training you to find me in each moment and to be a channel of my loving presence. Sometimes my blessings come to you in mysterious ways, through pain and trouble. At such times you can know my goodness only through your trust in me. Understanding will fail you, but trust will keep you close to me. Thank me for the gift of my peace, a gift of such immense proportions that you cannot fathom its depth or breadth. When I appeared to my disciples after the resurrection, it was peace that I communicated first of all. I knew this was their deepest need to calm their fears and clear their minds. I also speak peace to you, for I know that your anxious thoughts, for for I know your anxious thoughts. Listen to me. Tune out other voices so that you can hear me more clearly. I designed you to dwell in peace all day, every day. Draw near to me. Receive my peace. First reading is Psalm 34, 8. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who takes refuge in him. Second reading is Genesis 16, 13 and 14. So she called the name of the Lord who spoke to her. You are a God of seeing. For she said, have I not even here in the wilderness looked upon him who sees me and lived? Or have I here also seen the future purposes or designs of him who sees me? Therefore, the well was called Bir Lahai Roy, a well to the living one who sees me. It is between Kadesh and Barad. The third reading is John 20, 19. On the evening of that day, the first day of the week, the doors being locked where the disciples were, were for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood among them and said to them, Peace be with you. And the last reading is Colossians 3, 15. And let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to which indeed you were called in one body. And be thankful. So the devotional today puts a premium on trust over understanding. The author says that understanding will fail you. Maybe what is meant by that is that the pursuit of knowing and understanding won't fill you up like close connection with God will fill you up. And that super close connection to God only comes through trust. Another thing I noticed in the devotional was the instruction to tune out other voices besides God's voice. We all hear a lot of voices, don't we? Family, friends, coworkers, enemies, the culture in general, liberals, conservatives. It's an endless stream of other voices vying for our attention. And I know we have to listen at least a little bit to those other voices I just mentioned, you know, our families, co-workers, but but maybe we should keep in mind the relative importance or unimportance of those voices in comparison with God's voice. 
it's comforting to think about the idea presented in the Devo that God designed us to dwell in peace all day, every day. I was talking a little bit about this with a guys group this morning. One of the guys had come back from a long vacation with his wife, and he and his wife were, were having a little trouble adjusting to the pace and stress of their lives back at home after being on a, on a rare 10-day vacation without kids. And that's a, it was a vacation they had to keep postponing for a couple of years due to the pandemic. But, but we went on to discuss the pace at which we live our lives. And if we have the power to choose how much stuff we try to fit in every day, day after day, why do we sometimes choose to live at such a hectic pace? In the devotional, it says God designed us to dwell in peace, not to dwell in hectic stress all day, every day. But we do choose some of that, right? I mean, we, we choose what voices we listen to. We choose what we do with our time, energy, money. We choose how much stuff we try to fit in each day. And as we look back on each day or as we look back on the last month or the last year, we can identify what voices we've been listening to, what things were a priority to us, and what things were not. In our guys group today, we, we then talked about how much of the activity in our lives each of us feel obligated to do. And obligated might be a little bit of a tricky word, but, but what we were trying to get our arms around was how much of our lives we really have to do. You know, we have to do it. And I tend to be more of the mindset that God gives us the freedom to choose. So it's really not that we have to do a bunch of stuff. Rather, it's a matter of whose voice we're listening to whether we are committed to doing what God is calling us to do. And, and I guess if we're committed, then we're obligated in a sense, but, but we are only obligated because we have chosen to commit that endeavor to that endeavor of following God. Lots of stuff to think about today, but hopefully, you know, it was intriguing to us to discuss that a little bit and hear hear where everybody stood on that. Hopefully that's good to think about. I'll go ahead and go into prayer for us. Lord, we thank you for the opportunity to trust you and that trust results in peace. The more we can trust, the more peace we will have. So, so thank you for setting it up that way and for designing it so that we can have peace in you all day, regardless of the situations we find ourselves in. Help us to choose that and to choose to trust you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Have a great day.